interments had moved. Now, these are big coffins. Well, if they made of lead, they were very heavy as well. Huh? Exactly. I mean, you're a big, strong guy. I like to think I am too. It would need six fellas like us to lift. It'd be like lifting a car to lift one of these big lead coffins. And they'd all moved to different, what, niches? They were, were they in niches? No, or? they were piled on the floor on top of each other. As well, they'd the been shuffled. One, as, uh, it was just like, you know, shuffle the coffin mystery. And finally, the, um, the scandal of this was going so far over the island that Lord Combermere decided, I'm going to do something about this. And he had the, the floor sanded with coral stone sand. He called in expert stonemasons to make sure there were no secret entrances. So he left the sand on the floor so you could see footprints. Is that That's the idea. idea. That was yes. the idea. The, the floor would have betrayed any movement, any footprints, any drag marks or whatever it shifted the coffins. Okay. And then he had uh, the big slab. You see from the picture again. That Let's the, have number 13 uh, again. Yeah, can we see number 13 again, please, folks? Where we're standing, just in between us, in front of the white part marking the name on the tomb, there was a big blue Devonshire marble slab originally, and that must have weighed the best part of 200 weight. Well, that was covering and, the steps. And that covered the steps, exactly. So you'd have to move that before you got into the... You had to move that, and he had had it cemented in place, and various friends of his had put their signet rings into the wet cement so those seals could not be broken without it being known. Anyway, okay, so, so I can't wait to hear what happens so next. So Combermere, who was a cavalry commander, had many virtues, but very little patience. Nobody in the Chase Elliott family was obliging enough to die. So Combermere couldn't What are people wait. like? Yeah, people, they let you down. So Combermere said, well, what we'll do Three months have passed. We'll open it anyway without another bereavement in the Chase Elliott family. Right. They opened the tomb. They all attested that the seals were unbroken. Uh -huh. As they moved the big blue Devonshire marble slab, one of the coffins was three quarters of the way up the steps and Combermere said, that's it. <laughs> he asked the local vicar to reinter them all in the graveyard at Christchurch St. Oystens in separate graves, and he said, leave that tomb open. And when we went to make the documentary, the tomb was indeed open, and I stood in it, doing the, telling the story in much the same way as you and I are telling our viewers tonight. And, and was there a strange feeling in there of any kind? Was it cold? No, it, it was... That was what, really, what was strange was that it wasn't strange. It just seemed like an underground room, a wine cellar or, a, you know, a storage basement. It, there wasn't anything creepy down there at all. So what do you think might have caused There were three basic things. theories. There were no marks on the floor in the sand. So there are three basic theories, one of which is that it was a highly localised earthquake, something that was seismographic, but so directional, but that I think is almost impossible. No other tombs had the same problems, it was only this well, one. Well, it would be hard to imagine how a coffin that was stacked up yeah. with other coffins could be shot up, up, up the stairs. Exactly. <laughs> so the earthquake theory is pretty low in the probability order. I think so. And another possibility was flood water, but there was no water in the tomb. It was a good 150 feet above sea level. Would a lead coffin float? Well, experimenters who've researched it had filled one with the equivalent weight of dead animal yeah. and tried it in very deep water and it goes down to just the last little tip like the tip of an iceberg is on the top it will just float oh so it would if have it floated sailed, it could have done but 
there was no indication of any water having ever entered the tomb, never mind entered there no the left. high tide marks? No, or? no tidal marks, no, uh, no water stain marks at all. And the, the other theory is that there was one wooden coffin in there which never moved. And some physicists have suggested, some of the real avant-garde physicists have suggested, that there may be some hitherto unknown, unexplored force like magnetism, but it affects non-ferrous metal, the lead, lead, and doesn't touch wood. Now, the only thing we're left with after those three theories is, was it something paranormal? Was it voodoo? Was it um, some sort of black magic? There is one other theory, though, isn't You there? tell me. Well, it, I'm just surmising here that perhaps somebody was having a joke. Well, and found another way in, yep. and you know, put the sand back. They messed it up.